Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The name to know when the trains don't flow. John Sewer. We get the job done. John Sewer has been solving Boston's drain issues since 1976. Their team of local technicians have unparalleled experience and can solve any clog or problem that can arise in Boston's complex plumbing systems. Find them at johnsewer.com. John Sewer. We get the job done. Get great fall savings on all your home care and entertaining needs during the fall home care event at Shaw's and Star Market. Head into Shaw's and Star Market and get deals on products like Clorox disinfecting wipes, Swiffer wet mopping cloths, Lysol all-purpose cleaner, Swiffer wet jet mopping pads, Mr. Clean multi-surface cleaner, or Lysol power toilet bowl cleaner. Visit Shaw's or StarMarket.com or head into your local store for more details. Offers expire October 31st. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Now the Patriots with that third down and seven coming up as Otodio from the New England 24. Trailing 7-0 already. Parker is split to the right with Elliott. Three receivers wide to the left. Elliott will join Jones in the backfield. And the Saints, a high-pressure defense crowding the line of scrimmage. Mac Jones takes the snap. New Orleans rushing forward. Jones throws down the left side. That pass is going to be caught by Demario Douglas. Hits the ground. And maybe a penalty as well on the hip from behind by Lattimore. It's got to be. catching it and landing on the backside of the 48. It's got to be helmet to helmet. It's going to be close. It's a great catch by Douglas. Jones gets lucky here. He floats this ball. Yeah, they go right. He takes the shoulder and he flips it up right at the chin face mask area. After the play was over, personal foul, unnecessary roughness, defense number 23. That 15-yard penalty will be added to the end of the play. Automatic first down for the Patriots. Right now, right now, number 81, Mario Douglas is your only playmaker. And if you can't see this with this offense right now, try and get more touches for this kid, then something's wrong. All right, back here in the Shaw's and Star Market Patriots postgame show, it's Joe Murray and Leroy Irvin. We are trying to handle this as best as possible today, but uh, with 15 completions, Leroy, 15. Uh, the Patriots today, Kesha's Law donates another $1,500, which brings the Kesha's for college season total to 11200 The Kesha's Care Scholarship ensures financial hurdles will not prevent students from pursuing their dreams um we, we've come up with our thoughts on whatever thoughts we have uh i will ask greg bedard about them from the boston sports journal but uh greg i uh, i heard your question today um you asked bill about that's good i didn't <laughs> I, know that's a... I was gonna set this up so uh we heard you you asked a good question hey, hey man what are, you, what are you gonna do here paraphrasing and he said start over and i, I know you didn't hear him i know that um but he said i mean start over so to tell you what happened, he, you you saw it, but we we saw some videos of it. But he went up to the podium. There were three mics. He took the middle mic and just put it down, which I believe was the mic where you guys would hear what Bill Belichick said. So he went up there and sabotaged the mics. <laughs> well, 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's not unusual for him. Normally, he just turns the NFL one down, but I guess it came off as he, he was doing that. And so he laid that one, which is the one that pipes into the auditorium, like flat on the lectern, and which like left us like we couldn't hear anything, especially if he started talking. Uh, if he started talking while somebody was asking a question, like when Mike Lombardi asked the most important question of them all about Mac Jones and whether he's, he's the starter for last week. Like I heard, yeah, something along the lines of there are a lot of things wrong and that's it. And then like the, the, the question that I asked, which was earlier, it said, we need to start over. And I was like, okay, well, I wanted that. Well, what does starting over mean? Have you had to do that before during the season? Like, can you give us some context to that? And he's just like, it just means starting over. And like, and the the follow-up, like I couldn't hear anything. So, you know, I immediately getting back from the locker room, I heard from a lot of people about like, you guys weren't holding Bill's t- feet to the fire, like all this stuff. Like, it, I mean, look, we're just there to do our jobs and we're there to ask questions that the fans want. Um, it's not about us, quote unquote, holding him to the fire, but like, it was just, it was not to make excuses um, for myself or Mac Jones, mm-hmm. uh, but it was it was a tough situation all around in terms of like I I I didn't know what follow ups to ask because I couldn't hear the question I couldn't hear the response. Wow. All right. So when Belichick does say start starting over, uh, in your opinion, what do you think he means? I think he means um, and. and I have seen them do this in some respect. And in fact, what's weird is that coming into this uh, Saints game, I looked back on Mac's rookie year. And of course, that was the loss where Bill Belichick, like Mac, was sulking on the bench for a while after the game. Bill came over and basically grabbed him by the wrist and let him off the, the field like he was a toddler. And uh, my column after watching the game film from that, it was titled basically like, the Patriots need to go back to basics to save Mac Jones and the season. That was two years ago. And so basically what it means is Bill's going to get in there on Monday, you know, with his coaches and be like, you know, look, we can't block worth a damn. We can't block this. We can't block that. Like there's no point in us doing anything until we get our blocking better. I mean, I remember there was a, there was that that famous um, Steven Jackson game down in Miami where I think they ran on the first um, – Joe will probably – has instant recall of this. Probably like the first 15 plays of the game. And I know from talking to the coaches who were on that staff, Bill told them going into that. And, of course, they were more getting ready for playoffs, like trying to get the line prep for that. But Bill told the coaches going into that game, we're not throwing the ball until we gain a first down running the ball. And it might – they might go back to basics like that. Like we are not putting the ball in the air until we move anybody in the running game. And then we can go off of that. And if we do, it's going to be extremely basic, like throw out half the playbook. We're now running five plays and you know, most of them are going to be runs and this is what we're going to do. Uh, you said back to basics to save the season. Do you think, uh, or do you believe the season can be saved? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, you know, I wrote about that today at, at BSJ where, you you know, you looked before the season, we thought the schedule was, you know, extremely daunting. Um, circumstances have changed in some respect um, as far as the, the schedule after the bye week. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, you know, you're, you were hopeful that the Patriots could, you know, pick up a victory against the Saints and the Raiders, maybe drop it to the Bills and the Dolphins. But then they have the Commanders and Colts before the bye week. You were hoping five and five. You know, that's obviously not going to happen um, at this point. Um, but, you know, if they can get to four and six, um, you know, the, the the second half of the schedule, you look at it. I mean, you know, b- before the season, it was the hardest schedule in the league, including today. It was the 17th hardest schedule going the rest of the year because of, you know, it was it was very top heavy. But you still, you know, the Raiders aren't very good. I mean, th- this is a this is a game with their defense for the offense to get back to basics and get some confidence and, and actually maybe score a touchdown once in a while um, because they're terrible on defense. And then, you know, the commanders are, aren't very good. The Colts aren't very good. Just lost Richardson. The giants are terrible. The chargers are the chargers. Um, the Steelers got a win today, but they're really not all that good. The Broncos are terrible and the jets aren't any good. So there are winnable games down the stretch, but Look, we can't talk about any of that until mm-hmm. they start to have even like a little bit of success because the last two weeks has been two giant fat L's. All right, Craig, uh, I, I just wanted to ask you this. I I thought the body language on the football field today from the players, you could tell. I don't I, I don't want to say they quit, but they weren't into the game. Um, and when you're down like that, of course, right? It, like some, at some point you can't blame them, but... How can ownership, after back-to-back games like this, let Bill Belichick sit on the sideline and do this? Because it show, it looks like he quit today, and I'll just bring up on fourth and three on your own 40, not being aggressive whatsoever. Like That just felt like to me he was quitting, and it's happened back-to-back weeks. Right, and I think I, think I, I agree with you. I think a lot of – I mean, even look at the one in the first quarter. They had fourth and three at the New Orleans 30, and – um, you know, to me, uh, the game was lost there between the not going for it and then the missed field goal. Mm. It just sort of perpetrated the feeling around the team of we like we can't do anything right. Like we're we're terrible. And I, I think Bill's decisions, you know, not to be more aggressive in those circumstances. And I get it. Look, it's only seven nothing at that point. A field goal is some success, guys. I, I understand the decision from a football point of view. And in, in 99 out of a hundred games, that's probably the right choice to make, but you got to see where your team is, where they are right now, what kind of energy they came out with, which I don't think was very much. And I think as a coach, you got to be like, well, you know, uh, I'm going to, I'm looking for a jolt. I, I need to provide a jolt to get this team going. And I thought that that, that decision, let alone the one later in the game, which was just ridiculous. Um, I think it contributes to the team just in this sort of malaise where, you know, they don't, I, they, they don't come out um, very strong. It looks like everybody else is looking for somebody else to make a play. Um, and that's no way to run a football team. All right. We're talking to Greg Bedard. He's from the Boston sports journal. Greg, we know today that, it's all on Belichick. Everything today, the way the team looks, everything, it's on Belichick. But we got a show to do. We'll continue to talk about it. Patriots are in a bad place with the Raiders on deck. I want to get your thoughts on that. Uh, Leroy Irvin's here as well. I'm Joe Murray. We'll talk about Greg Bedard of the Boston Sports Journal. Uh, we'll get a look at the headlines here uh, right here on the Shaw's and Star Market Patriots postgame show. Now New England looking at a third and long. Three receivers deployed to the right. One split to the near side with Stevenson motioning 
into the backfield. He joins Mac Jones off his left hip. Hunter Henry zone now with short motion from the right. High snap to Jones. He's in trouble. Dumps it across the middle. It's picked off. And running right to the 15 to the 10. It's another pick six into the end zone. A touchdown for New Orleans. Tyron Matthew, the honey badger, intercepting a floater over the middle and scoring for the Saints. My God, two panic plays in a row by Jones. Created pressure when there was no pressure on the prior and absolutely steps up into pressure to sort of let one go right over the middle into the arms of Matthew. That is the sixth pick six thrown by Mac Jones in his two-year-plus five-game career. All right, back here in the Shaw's and Stock Market Patriot post-game show. Avidia Bank and Adrian Phillips teamed up again for Be a Champion for a Kid to benefit Boys and Girls Club of Metro West. New England's defense forced zero turnovers, but Avidia Bank has donated $2,000 to help at-risk youth and donated $2,000 this season. Avidia Bank, honest to goodness, member FDIC, member DIF. Uh, Greg Bedard joins us here from the Boston Sports Journal uh, Greg, they got the team got down again. If we just look look away from the the offense for a minute here, uh, I don't think they played inspiring defense today. And to remind you that this was the wor- the Saints were the worst red zone team in football going into it today. And when they got in the red zone, they did what they want. They got the ball and did what they want. I don't think Carr is a great quarterback, but today he looked pretty good against that uninspiring defense. Yeah, I. I- I agree. I mean, I think that um, the defense had, you know, some nice moments, but I thought that, you know, and, and look, a lot of it has to do, um, you know, with the score and the early pick six and, and the comfort that comes from that. But I, I don't think that the that the defense was all that inspiring either. I mean, on, you know, I, I think on back-to-back drives, uh, end of the first quarter, beginning of the second quarter, they gave up, you know, three plays of uh, over 25 yards um, and pretty easily at that. Uh, the Patriots were shuffling guys in in the secondary. J.C. Jackson was getting some run. Um, you know, he looked okay out there. But, you know, not having Matthew Judon, not having Christian Gonzalez, I think it's it's going to obviously have an effect. Um, and, and I just didn't think that the Patriots defense could ever, you know, and it's sort of, to me, been the theme of this year. I mean, when, you know, go up against an offense with, you know, that's capable. And, you know, look, the Saints, the Saints aren't as bad as they've, they've been portrayed. I mean, they certainly have, you know, unreal talent. And, you know, this was Kamara's second game back, so he's getting his legs under him. But, you know, I just don't think that the the, the defense is, is all that aggressive and sort of gets dictated to by the better, more talented offenses. And, and that's an issue when you were uh, built the way that the Patriots are. Uh, I'm curious, do you get a sense, well, I better put it like this. Um, Bill Belichick uh, losing the team. Is that a real concern or do you not sense that at all? Uh, l- let me let me figure out how I'm going to answer this. <laughs> um, you know, because I, I, I do think, like, look, with a lot of these teams and the further you get away from the Brady era and the championship era, you know, you're, you're – dealing with a lot of guys that haven't won a lot of things other places. Um, and, and you know, the, I think there are very few guys on this roster uh, that have won a Super Bowl on this team. And, 
uh, I think that, you know, you risk some of those guys, you know, checking out or sort of reverting back to what they knew uh, with their former teams, which was, you know, a lot of losing. So, you know, I don't know if it's Bill losing the team. Could he be losing some players? Um, yeah, and, and a lot of that just has to do with, you know, modern athletes in general mm-hmm. and, and guys who, you know, they – they're used to, you know, if things aren't going well, can they dig deep and, and do the things that are necessary? And, and right now, you have to question that about this team. I mean, after what's transpired the last two weeks, uh, you have to question whether these guys have uh, the mental toughness that, you know, we that was a staple of, of Patriots teams for, you know, a long time around here. Can I ask you about Mac Jones? Uh, obviously, it was not a good performance and. Uh, the offensive line was absolutely horrible today. Um, just if if we're going to defend him a little bit, but uh, they've been outscored, Greg, fifty-five nothing off turnovers this season. It's it's worse than the league, um, and a lot of it has been because of Mac Jones. He has eight turnovers, six interceptions, two fumbles in just five games. Four of them returned for touchdowns. I mean, I know the line isn't great, but is it is it is it the panic feat that we were talking about? I mean, last week we thought he was broken. Just that's just it's not helping the team. So I can't say I can't just can't defend Mac Jones anymore when I give you those numbers. It just puts the team in a hole and they can't battle back from it. Yeah, I, you know, I, I I agree with you, Joe. I, I just you know, it's it's tough to. Look, the bottom line is like what you said about the turnovers. It just can't happen. And, you know, did do I think he was sped up in this game like he was Dallas? No, I, I didn't think that at all. I thought he did. He did a good job of recovering from that um, and, you know, playing a little bit slower. However, you know, the, the first, the, the pick six, you know, there's pressure right in his face. He just, he can't, he can't do that. I mean, you just... You can't put the ball up for grabs while you're getting hit. And I know it's easy for us to say, you know, sitting in the press box or watching at home, like, but that's what the job requires. Like, he's just got to take the sack there. And, you know, the 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 pitch to Ramondre Stevenson, Ugh. I mean, that can't happen. Uh, I don't know how many times they repped it, um, you know, because it was obviously a wrinkle in response to their struggles with that, you know, tush-push and – um, you know, was Ramondre Stevenson's route on that play exactly the way they di- dialed it up? I, I, I don't know. Um, but that's another play that can't happen. The other interception I put on Ty Montgomery. I mean, mm-hmm. the pass was there. He caught it, and then he dropped it into the air, and they picked it off. But, you know, look, in general, I mean, he just he just can't keep turning the ball over. I mean, I do think it's telling that, you know, Bill could have left them him hanging out to dry today. And he didn't. And he basically said he'd be starting that, you know, and I was watching the sidelines a lot during this game, Bill O'Brien, Bill Belichick, and from the body language from Belichick and O'Brien, I saw Belichick go, you know, light into the offensive line at one point. O'Brien did the same thing. Um, you know, I, I think that their their opinion right now would be that um, – the basics of the offense aren't working because they, they can't block anything. I mean, 2.5 yards per carry, uh, a pressure rate approaching 50% again, that's just untenable. However, Mac needs to do his part, and he needs to just hang on to the ball. He can't turn the ball over.
Mm. Do you think the Pats should have gone after a solid veteran quarterback to be a mentor to Mac Jones or at least have him uh, have a vet there that could go in if they needed to make the switch? You know, Leroy, it's a good question. Um, you know, it, obviously in hindsight, yes. I mean, we we can say that definitively right now. I'm just trying to think of like in the moment, you know, off of last year, Bill O'Brien coming in new. I'm sure their approach was, oh, you know, Bill, Billy probably watched the film and was like, okay, you know, Bailey does some nice things. He's He's got a chance to be a good, solid backup. I think that's where most of us at least were with Bailey Zappi last year, that, all right, he's shown that he can be a good, solid backup, can step in, can win games in this league against horrible defenses, which is part of the reason why I'm hoping that, you know, just for, at least for one week that he doesn't, that Mac doesn't get pulled for Zappi going against the Raiders, because this, to me, this is akin to going up against the Browns last week, last year, where the Raiders are terrible on defense. I mean, I think one of the underrated things, underplayed things from the first five games is the pass rush and the defenses that they have gone against. I mean, it, it doesn't get any tougher. It really doesn't. And uh, it's, it's, it has skewed things a bit for the offense for Mac Jones, and I think this is a chance – for the team to get right offensively against a bad Raiders defense. Um, but I think that back to your question, you know, I don't fault them because I think they thought Bailey Zappi was okay and they didn't realize he wasn't okay until the end of training camp. And by that time it was too late. So it's hard for me to say in hindsight, because really you need to do those moves like adding offensive tackles before the, the off season, before the, the training camp starts, but they didn't do that. Of course, at both of those spots. All right, Greg. Well, uh, we we get out a little early today for you because I had I was like, thank God we got Bedard today because I don't know what to what to do here. Uh, but I do want to ask you about next week. It is very interesting, and then uh, the, the weekly, uh, you know, the weekly Bill O'Brien thing, which uh, was not not good today. Uh, but again, I I I now I'm starting to lean towards the Belichick side. But we'll we'll do that uh, on the other side. We got Greg Bedard here of the Boston Sports Journal. This is the Safety Insurance ninety eight five The Sports on Patriots Radio Network. Three receivers to the left of Lave, the inside slot. Graham again to the right. Fullback now moves up over the center. Carr from the gun. Patriots crowd the line. He takes the snap. New England rushing five. Carr center. Nice. He had no chance. And Juan Bentley gets to the quarterback at the 45. Excellent interior game where they take the nose tackle. He goes left. Bentley wraps around. You know, and it's just that little delay right off the tail of him. Saints can't handle it. No chance for Carr to set up. That's a good blitz by New England. They walk up Duggar right over the center. They force the back to come up, and they just can't pick it up. So Duggar bells. Bentley goes right through. All right, so Shaw's and Star Market Patriots postgame show. The player that delivered the freight is presented by Freight Plus, the fastest-growing private company in Massachusetts, providing fully customized Fortune 500 freight solutions to shippers throughout New England for over 35 years. Visit FreightPlus.io. That's FreightPlus.io with Greg Bedard of the Boston Sports Journal. I'm with Leroy Irvin as well. Uh, let's just do the Bill O'Brien thing here because I know Leroy's got one for you that we've been talking about um, all show long. But uh, the play calling today was was bad. Um, you know, whether it was three plays, eight yards, three plays, four yards, Three plays, four yard punt, 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 fumble, loss, fumble. But some of the play calls today, Greg, were they just throwing everything against the sink today, seeing what could work? Because 
I, I at least think it was that. But at times, when it's, I don't know, second and two, I feel like they don't trust Mac Jones to be aggressive. Do you believe that's the case? Well, I mean, just for starters, I mean, the first possession, what they do? Gain seven or eight yards with Ramondre Stevenson, and then they threw twice incomplete and punted. Yep. And I mean, you know, you could look at that and be like, look, they're at a stage, and I do think that's what Bill means by, you know, starting over, where just run the ball. I mean, just like, what are we getting? Before you get cute, before you, you know, you want uh, fancy play calls, like, let's just do the basics. And and what I took from watching the game at press box level, yeah, it looked like Bill O'Brien was trying anything. And, and I watched him a lot between series on the sidelines, speaking into the headphones. I mean, a lot of it was, you know, uh, frustration. Um, and the the play calling was, you know, they'd, they'd get two tight ends out there. They'd get, you know, they, they had that pass to Kendrick Bourne where they went mass, max protection. They only put two guys out in a route. And I've seen that before from this team in the past. And that's just like, let's get something blocked. And they made a play. Well, okay, why not do more of that? Then they would go shotgun spread because at least we can get the ball out quickly and identify where the pressure is coming from and that sort of thing. And that didn't work. I think from watching the way, especially the way Dallas and New Orleans have defended the Patriots, and they're both very similar in style defenses. They're both, you know, very aggressive. They don't blitz a ton. They play a lot of man coverage. You know, these defenses, like they are just, they're up in the Patriots face and they, they're like, you're not, you're not doing anything. And, and a lot of these reads, they, they would play a lot of two man, which is two high safeties in the middle of the field and in, in passing situations, which is basically, you know, making you go to the perimeter and Mac Jones is throwing up one-on-one balls and, you know, for Devonte Parker, and they just don't have, anybody good enough to come down with those throws. I, I think Bill O'Brien is just throwing stuff against the wall, trying to find anything that works. And right now, nothing, absolutely nothing is working on this offense. I mean, you know, some of that is O'Brien. Mm. A lot of that is the players and, and who they have and what they have to work with. Uh, but look, he's in charge. It's on him to find some way to make this work. Yeah, Bill Belichick is in charge. So what's your response to people, including myself, uh, who think it's time to seriously consider moving on from Bill Belichick and starting over? Well, I mean, look, I've I've kind of been there for a while. Um, you know, I know the crafts weren't happy about last season um, and somewhat needed to be convinced uh, by Bill that he was going to make significant changes that would improve things. Uh, Bill did that the results are worse mm. um i you know look i mean when when right now they are headed for uh their third losing seasons in four years and uh it's getting worse not better i don't care what the guy's resume says and and you know i was around for shula at the end uh, you know the, the results speak for themselves i mean look if 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 belichick was one of his players and, you know, he, he was giving a losing performance for three out of four years, and it was getting even worse. You know what would happen at mm-hmm. the end of the season. That guy would be gone right. before you could even, you know, say, you know, Super Bowl or whatever around here. So, look, I think it's it's absolutely – it has to be on the table. 
at the rate they're going, I don't expect it to stay this way. I think it'll get better. I do think we need to see the whole campaign. I don't think we're talking about a middle-of-the-season thing. But I don't even rule that out anymore. It was the first time I contemplated during this game. I mean, if it gets worse and he loses the team, if the effort becomes more challenged, then I think the Crafts seriously need to consider uh, putting Gerard Mayo in charge. But I, I, I put that extremely long odds at this point. Uh, Greg, I uh, I started something. So I thought they would win this week. I really did. And then next week, too, 3-3 three and three versus Buffalo. That's clearly not on the table. Uh, but I, I don't think the Patriots can go 1-5 and five and someone survives, you know, like whether it's Belichick or Mac or whatever. But here they are, the Raiders, who play tomorrow night. They'll be on a short week. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Josh McDaniels, yeah, Jacoby Myers, it's, it's all it's all there. Uh, they might have an axe to grind next week. I mean, you mentioned starting over. Is that what it's going to be next week? Is all right? They're going to try to run the ball and run the ball so they don't turn the ball over. I just, I feel like this could be the knockout blow for Jimmy G and McDaniel's, et cetera, and go one and five, and then eventually a move has to be made. Right, and in depending on what happens tomorrow night, McDaniel's and the Raiders might need this game as badly as the Patriots. I mean, you could be looking at if if the Raiders lose. Um, you know, they'll both be one and four, I think. Um, and things, things have not been good in Vegas either. So you could be looking at both Belichick and his protege, mm. uh, you know, play, playing for their careers, coaching careers, basically. And uh, I think that's, that's on the table. I do. Th- I would give this, I know it's not going to be popular, but I would give this, you know, one more go. I would give Mac Jones one more go. They get a breather with one of the worst defenses in the league. They're equally bad uh, by DVOA. They're 28th against the pass, 28th against the, the run. Um, they are not good on defense. They do have a pretty good offense, so it's going to be a challenge for uh, for the Patriots' defense. But, you know, really, we're looking for life from the offense. And and I think, I think everybody gets one more go. And depending on what it looks like in Vegas, um, you know, come Sunday – afternoon late night whatever uh i think that's that will be a good indication of where this franchise is going in the near term uh just one more question for me um i'm just curious being in the building today in gillette stadium just what was the atmosphere like um i know for fans like myself sitting here it was frustrating but i just want to get a better sense of what it was like in the building well, Leroy, I would say, you know, and I was out um, with the fans before the game, uh, probably, you know, about a half hour before I like to sort of, you know, I like to get out there and, and smell the smells and, mm-hmm. you know, hear hear everything. And, um, you know, I still, you know, I love football game atmospheres. And, you know, it was it was fine. I think it was a little bit apprehensive, um, you know, but during the game, while we did hear, certainly there were some boos, certainly there were some zappy chants. I think almost the majority of the the reaction to me was what you really don't want, which was uh, I think they have creeping apathy going on. Like the, that fans are just like, you know, what the hell is this? Like I, I like they're not even there. I think they're just stunned. They're they don't know how to react to the team being this bad. Zero and three at home, blown out two weeks in a row, worst home loss ever in franchise history. Um, I I think they are they're as stunned as I am, and, and I'm starting to come out and have some coherent thoughts a little bit. 
uh, on this game, but I think a lot of them were just they're stunned by where this team is, where Bill, Bill Belichick has this team at this point, one and four in the season after the last two weeks. Hey, just real quick, Greg, before I let you go, uh, if you were to make a change at quarterback, who would be the quarterback that would start? Uh, if I was, so I definitely have to make a change. Yeah. Like, would it be Zappy or Greer or would, do you think someone else? Well, depending on if, if Greer knows enough of the playbook and, you know, starting over might help him be caught up. If, if I'm starting another quarterback, it would be Greer because I already know what I have in Zappy. It's mm-hmm. not good enough. It's backup level. Greer has borderline starting capability. Um, I'm more interested in seeing what he has going into the next season. If I have to make a change, I am me personally, I am not making a change this week, but if I have to, then it would be Greer because I already know what I have in Zappy. All right. It's Greg Bedard off the hook segment earlier. Thank God. It's a tough one this week, man. <laughs> what's what's going to be the – are there going to be any ups this week in the three ups three down? There wasn't on my initial game report. And, uh, <laughs> we'll see what the film says. I I, I got to admit, I sort of tuned out there for a while in yeah. the second half, so I don't even know what the hell was going on on defense. I'm, I was almost sh- – I'm sh- almost shocked today of what happened. I Yeah. I don't even know how they could have that worst loss of the season and bounce back from this one. But he's Greg Bedard of the Boston Sports Journal. Check out all his work there. He'll be on Tuesday with Felger and Maz as well. Greg, appreciate the time tonight, sir. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right. Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Journal. Still need your flu shot? You could get it at no charge and get paid for your time. Velocity Clinical Research is seeking participants for paid vaccine studies in your area. Eligible participants can receive a flu shot at no cost and compensation for study-related time. Don't wait. Help move science forward. Learn more at VelocityFluStudies.com. That's VelocityFluStudies.com. 